Hello, 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 everyone. I just want to check everything today since this is our first time getting back into the swing of things with these daily live streams. So just really quickly, um, if you are at this camera here, we have Facebook, we have LinkedIn, we have uh, YouTube, but then, ooh, who's that? For those of you that weren't with me last year, I also have Instagram streaming here on my side. So I'm just gonna make sure everybody is set up. Instagram, hopefully you are set up. One thing, let me just check the technicalities. I checked them yesterday, um, but again, I wanna make sure today that we're on point before we get into this juicy message that we have for today. It looks like everything is okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and get started. <laughs> um, so a welcome to the daily live streams. Our topic for today to kick things off for the next 21 days, this means weekends as well. Um, our first topic is going to be, are you at risk for burnout? Because there are two things that are plaguing leaders today. One of them happens to be burnout. But because we've been operating at 10 out of 10 for so long, we may not even understand that we are at risk for burnout. And some of you may already feel burnt out. So for those of you that don't know me really quickly, my name is Yushika. I am the founder and CEO of The Lynn Group. And my personal mission is to help leaders lead with impact and do it in a way that is less stressful. I've been a leader in many different um, arenas in healthcare, and it doesn't have to be stressful, even though the things that we go through on the day-to-day -day in healthcare are stressful. And um, then as a secondary note, we also, as an organization, the Land Group, we lend our expertise to organizations all over the world, healthcare organizations that want to improve their operations as well as the capabilities of their leaders. So again, today we're going to be talking about are you at risk for burnout? So first want to just briefly describe what burnout could mean, because for some of you, you think burnout is like you just done, you can't move, like you have to stay in the bed for two weeks and recoup. But some of you are running on a form of burnout and you may not even know it. First of all, <laughs> um, hey, JCLG22. So burnout is exhaustion on all levels. And it's particularly now in the um, arena that we have to work in with the things going on in the world and um, coupled with low staffing and the staff that you do have are disengaged or not really wanting to be a part of the team you can start to run into these levels of exhaustion that not only impact you emotionally, right? But also can impact your ability to show up mentally, not only in your professional life, but also in your personal life. And then spiritually, right? Sometimes when we are going through exhaustion, the first thing that we do is get rid of the things that are going to um, be the things that we need in order to have self-care in our life and our spirituality, the thing, the bigger why for how we exist in our life and in the world goes to the wayside. The last thing that you may notice is the physical exhaustion, because that usually comes when all the other stuff has started to compound. And so you can have heart palpitations, sleepless nights, anxiety, all of those things. So coupled together, burnout can be exhaustion on all levels. 
it feels like you keep your head above water, right? Every time you turn around, every time you go in, there's this new thing, this new demand, something that you have to do and on top of the stuff that you have to get done on the day-to-day -day regular. And it just feels like it's not stopping. You feel overwhelmed. You feel drained. You feel at the point where you can't keep up or feel like you can't keep up with all the things that you have on your plate. That right there is burnout. But for some of you, it may not be to that point where you have the exhaustion on all levels. So you may think that because you have just been operating like you have for so long that it's normal. So for you, maybe some of the signs that you are at risk for burnout or maybe that you're feeling um, detached to the work that you're doing, right? Or disengaged. You just come in, you do what you got to do to make it through the day, and then you go home and then you crash and then you come back and then you do it all over again, right? Or maybe you're starting to feel ineffective and it impacts the way that you show up in the world and um, the impact that you wanted to create in healthcare is starting to fall flat because you're to the point where you even wonder if you're making a difference. And so you start passing not only on opportunities to continue to create value in your team or in your organization, but you also start to doubt yourself and you miss out on opportunities that could put money in your pocket. That could be the future for your family. That could um, be better care for your um patience or even could impact your team in an inspiring way. I worked with one leader that was very, very capable and very, very competent, but because she had hit that wall of burnout, she had become ineffective to where simple decisions were hard. And that compounded to the, the point where she actually ended up having to um, walk away from her job and that wasn't her choice to do. So you may not be where you're totally exhausted, but look at or listen to what I'm talking to you about, because some of these signs can show you that you may be on the path of, of a burnout. Basically, it's whatever you feel when you feel like you are having nothing more to give or you're at the brink of having nothing more to give. And so I understand all that. That's why I'm here. Um, that's why we're going to be here for 21 days, just giving you lessons that can help kind of pull your head above water, keep you above water, teach you some tools that are going to keep you afloat and make it less stressful for you. Although I work in healthcare um, for the past 10 plus years, I've been coaching and mentoring high performers in various organizations, so not just healthcare, to help them perform better and create more balance in their lives while they lead. And I want you to understand that the reason why we are here with the healthcare brothers and sisters is because I noticed that you need some of the tools that these other leaders in high um, impact, high paced organizations are getting that we don't get. And so I, I work with the fellow leaders in healthcare and they are struggling because we're not taught this. We just are kind of thrown to the wolves and have to figure it out for ourselves. So for some of the leaders that I work with, I just want to give you another picture of what this could look like. The burnout that they have experienced has been extremely emotional to where your sleep patterns are messed up and you feel wiped out. And usually you can still come to your job. You can still perform your job because, you know, we got to save lives. We got to get stuff done. But who feels the impact of this, this emotional ability that you have, this ups and downs? it's usually the people that you love and care about the most. So for a lot of us leaders, we start to 
continue to go and continue to push to the point where we we're doing okay in our job, but our personal life starts to crumble and starts to become, you know, fall into shambles. And so I don't want you to be like that. And, um, we sometimes think the vacations are enough, right? Well, we got a holiday coming up, or maybe if I take some PTO, I'll feel a little bit better, or maybe we'll close down a clinic over the holiday and that'll give us a little bit of rest. But the problem is when you get to this level of being burnt out, drained, disengaged, all of the things, investing your blood, your sweat, your tears, your hard-earned dollars in your career and, and thinking that all this that you've taken on is going to be wiped away in a matter of uh, a vacation is not enough. And walking away from your career is not an option, right? Because like I said, we've invested so much to be where we are today. So it may not be that you experience it as an exhaustion. It can show up as that emotional um, instability that starts to impact your personal life. So, so look out for that too. Or if you've been operating on a 10 out of thing because of all the things at work that you have no control over, right? Um, so we don't have adequate staffing. The workload is getting harder and harder. Um, technology and healthcare just change minute to minute to minute. Maybe you think that that's normal to feel wiped out because it is busy. It is high paced. There is a lot of stressful things going on in healthcare right now. And maybe for you, it, it starts a um, little where maybe you start to slowly introduce some self-destructive behaviors into your life in order to cope. Um, maybe you have a glass of wine, or maybe you have three glasses of wine. I mean, whatever your poison is, I, I see that creep up a lot in leaders in healthcare. And you know, we all cite the study because we love evidence-based practice when it suits our fancy. We all know the study where a glass of wine is good for you or two drinks is good for you. However, studies have are being are coming out now that show that the little bit of wine that we think that we're drinking to take the edge off or to take the stress of the day away is starting to impact our liver functions and it's starting to um, cause problems later on down the line. So those innocent behaviors that you think you're doing to just unwind from the day are actually um, self-destructive behaviors that you may have to keep an eye on or whatever your poison is. And the bottom line is the majority of leaders that work in healthcare suffer from burnout. In fact, I think it's, I'm going to say over 50%. But here's the real question that I want us to think about as we move through these 21 days. And as you start to get to know me, if you don't know me already, you haven't been to our live streams, is why is it that the other, let's say 50%, are able to cope with the ups and downs and the fast paced lifestyle and the um, um, unpredictable changes that happen in healthcare and they don't experience burnout. And when you answer that question, it's going to seem very, it, it will be very easy for you to um, think that, well, maybe they don't have the kids that you have or the life that you have or the stresses that you have, but that's simple, right? Because there are going to be people in life that have things, have it better than you in some ways, but there are also people that have it worse than you in some ways. But 
we can't deny that at least 50% of the leaders in healthcare are not experiencing the same burnout that you are. So what makes them different? It's been studied extensively. So again, like we use the evidence-based practice to talk about how we can have our glass of wine and we would be okay because it's good for our health. I want you to use that same evidence-based practice to understand that because burnout and stress in healthcare has been studied so heavily that there is evidence-based practice and there are things that you can do to either avoid burning out or if you're listening and you already feel burned out, there's a ways that you can start to get over burnout. And so since it's been studied so prevalently, there are a few traits that people with burnout have. And if you have at least two of these traits, you can either consider yourself burned out or on the brink of burnout. And the traits would be exhaustion. And remember, exhaustion could be physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual. You could be disengaged. You come to work. You just do what you need to do. You want to get through the day. You don't really have any investment in what it is that you're doing. And you have a level of cynicism about the work that you do when you are showing up. Or you feel like your true skills and talents are slipping away. Like I mentioned with one of my other clients where when they first got in the game and before they were stressed out, they were confident and competent, but slowly starting to feel like their talents were slipping away and that they were ineffective or not competent in their job and in their role. So I can tell you that me and my clients, uh, you know, we can all say rest, right? And like I said, self-care, self-care, self-care. But some of us know that even if we tried to do all the self-care we wanted, and even if we tried to rest, that that really is not a good option for a lot of us. It, it puts a temporary Band-Aid on a bigger symptom. So what I want to talk about today is something to consider is this. This is going to help you. I want you to listen up. If you have a pen, if you have a piece of paper, I want you to write this down. You're going to think that I'm crazy, but remember, let's be open-minded with the evidence-based practice. Here is an action for you to consider if you are burned out or on the brink of burnout. And it has to do with looking at your connections with other leaders. And I just finished an eight-week contract at an organization helping them out with some of the things that they were going through. And oftentimes we feel like because we um, go to work and we say hi to our friends in the hallway or we attend the daily meetings that we need to attend and do a little bit of banner in the chat banter in the chat that we're making connections with other leaders. And that's not what I'm talking about. That's very surface level. I'm talking about somebody that is a friend that you can go to, not somebody that's going to sit around and commiserate with you and complain about how bad it is about things that you all cannot control, but connections with people that are fostering supportive relationships with you and that you guys can have rich interpersonal connections and, um, you know, foster each other, help each other and keep going in that manner. I know that when I was a, a nurse, a nurse leader at the time, but a nurse, and I was deployed during wartime, very stressful situation, right? Very unpredictable. But one of the things that really kept us going and made it to where we weren't burnt out or we weren't stressed is 
fostering that tight interpersonal connection with somebody that you can trust, where you are all moving in and enriching in a positive direction. So if you don't have that, I really want you to think about that because we discount building relationships. And for some of you, you may not have anybody in your organization that may be a mentorship or something like that, but fostering these uh, supportive connections is going to be helpful for you because my schedule was crap. I was working long, unpredictable hours. I wasn't sleeping much. I wasn't in great conditions. I was seeing a lot of things I had never seen before, right? Because we are a fairly, um, we have a fairly peaceful nation. So to go get ripped away from that into something chaotic can be can be traumatic. However, the relationship building and forming connections is huge, guys. So I want you to really think about that. Um, I just have a couple other things. For those of you that don't know, I'm very detail oriented. So I do have notes. <laughs> I'm not sitting here trying to be perfect. Um, so anyway, that was the number one reason why I didn't burn out. And when I started to implement this with my clients, you know, not only them coming to me for support, but having them get engaged with other leaders in their organizations or even in their community, if they couldn't find anybody in their organization, they got past the burnout or they didn't experience burnout because when you're in a type of relationship like this, you're growing, you're learning, you're working with a mentor that can help you get through hard times, or you are in a group or with people or someone that provides you with emotional support, helps you identify problems that you're dealing with, helps you create a problem solve things that you're going with and helps you advocate for solutions rather than focusing on problems that are out of our control. So again, I want you to think about this. This is by far one of the most number one things that can help you increase your sense of control and connection and help you avoid burnout or repair burnout. So that is what I'm going to leave you with today. I want to keep these short and sweet, under 20 minutes. Um, so I would like to hear your thoughts or comments that you have related to burnout. So uh, we have a couple of minutes. If you want to put something in the comments, I'll go ahead and check those in a second. If you have any questions about burnout or you being burned out, go ahead and put those in the box, the, the chat box, and I'll um, answer any questions. But I also would like you all to help spread the word. Because again, us leaders in healthcare, we need to hear this. There's so much leadership coaching, leadership development coaching, executive training for all other arenas in leadership from finance to real estate to um, legal um careers, but we don't often get it in healthcare. And if we do, it's just, hey, this is what your budget looks like. These is, this is the uh, hierarchy of this organization. This is our value. This is our whatever. But nobody's teaching you how to take care of yourself, how to avoid burnout, how to delegate, how to do all of the things. And so this is what I'm here to go over with you. So if you want to get reminders, make sure that you come back tomorrow at seven. I'm going to put a phone number up for you because I'm also text messaging uh, reminders if that's better for you. So look on the screen to get the phone number. You just have to text the word leader to the number on the screen. If you're on Instagram, I totally forgot you can't see it. Text the word leadership to 833-231-4407 for those of you on Instagram. And I'll also have it in a description box once this is over so you can get reminders. Um, lastly, uh, tomorrow's topic going to be very interesting. 
So after you, you may have to rewind this, you may have to watch the replay to kind of get the gist of what I'm speaking about when I'm giving you the tips to avoid burnout. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about this. So ask yourself this question. Does your team hate working with you? I want you to think about that, not with your five senses, not what you can see, taste, touch, feel, hear, all of that. I want you to go a little bit deeper. I want you to perceive. I want you to think about the energy of the team and think about if your team hates working with you. Because the sad thing about this is that you may not know that they hate working with you until it's too late. And we'll talk more about that tomorrow. All right, everybody. I will see you tomorrow. Make sure you spread the word. Uh Oh, wait. Hold on. We got a comment. Oh, Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. Um, all right. So I will talk to y'all tomorrow. Take care. Bye.